Cheers. 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 I'm Ambi. I'm Peter. And we are joined today by Matt. Nice to be with you guys. Thank you for coming in and seeing us, Matt. That's all right. And Matt and I only really got to know each other via Gumtree. Yes. Uh, it's been for a few months now. You actually were, you got the flu or something pretty bad, didn't you? Yeah, I got the flu something fierce a couple of months ago. Yeah. So I wrecked havoc with... Um, yeah, a lot of things. <laughs> Far out. Yeah. But the reason I got in touch was Gumtree is like obviously like the Australian equivalent of Craigslist. 90% of our audience is in America. And so they're used to Craigslist. And I was after a board because we've started getting more and more into face-to-face diplomacy. And you were selling a board. Yep, yep. So I thought, okay, great opportunity to eight, buy a board because we need one. We do. Yep. And B, just to talk a little bit about why you... Why sell a board? What's, why are you getting out of diplomacy? It'd be interesting just from a point of view because I found from my own personal perspective, I played the game when I was like at uni and then stopped for a long while and then got back into it. So, I don't know about yourself, Kana. Uh, no, very much the same. I played at college, um, had a bit of a break, then played a little bit overseas and had a bit of a break and then um, found the world of online diplomacy and you know got right back into it. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Like, why you know, the question? Like, why is it that you're getting rid of it? Um, I guess there's a few reasons. Um, for a start, the group that I play with usually um, finds diplomacy quite brutal, and it gets <laughs> it's sort of when you try to introduce when you're trying to do introduce players to sort of the the longer games that diplomacy tends yeah. to be. There are games that. I find have a diplomacy engine which is more forgiving now that I have in my cupboard. Yep. Um, so like what? Twilight Imperium is the one that I often get out as my diplomacy engine game because it allows... I think um, one of the things I found about diplomacy when I played it was if someone gets not engaged with the game, the pillar, one of the pillars of the game slightly sags. Yeah. But in TI... Um, what I'll call Twilight Imperium now. Um, TI, I think if someone wants to play a psychopath, the game sort of adapts around it and you get this okay. sort of strange, it becomes this organic sort of thing of, okay, he's playing a psychopath, so he's going to ravage my galaxy. But I can, the game sort of still adapts around it. And that's not to say diplomacy is a worse game for it. I think it's just a very singular-minded sort of exercise. Yep. Whereas TI is more of a holistic exercise, and that sort of suits my board game group more. Okay. So that's part of the reason I don't have the sort of friends that I would like to play with a full-blown set. So um, it's more the without disparaging your, your board game friends, it's more it's, it's more them, not you. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of us that. Well, um, I'm a historian in real life. Oh, like, really? I have a, oh, what? I have a PhD in history, so this is, this is actually partly my job. That's partly why I got into the game in the first place. I was interested at the time. I still am, but I've moved on to other areas of history and pop culture. I actually have done conference papers on board games and history. So this is... Um, so diplomacy has always had a real... Has always had an interesting place for me. Yeah. Um, but I've had a couple of friends who are really into it, and we role play as the we try to be sort of Treaty of Versailles sort of thing going around. 
trying hey, to... Hey, did you, did, you, did you all listen... Obviously, being a history guy, did you listen to um, Zach Pomley's When Diplomacy Fails? Yes, series? yeah. Okay, we interviewed Zach only about oh, two or three great. episodes ago Fantastic. about that game, about the Versailles game that he ran. Yeah. And how it related to diplomacy. He used to play diplomacy once in a caravan on a holiday, and it just had a wonderful experience. He just had these great... He's never played it since. Yeah. Loves the game, though. Yeah, and so. it's that, it is that sort of thing where you... I think there are many memories I carry from the game, and many of them are brutal, horrible moments. I still have scars. I always used to get Austro-Hungary, and I always used to oh, reflect oh, on oh, dread. Oh, <laughs> Austro-Hungary to me is still... Oh, you, yeah. just feel, you just feel beset. I love that brutality of it. I love the the brutal Darwinism of it, I guess, for want of a better term. There's yep. something really brutal about it in some ways. But a lot of my friends that I play board games with these days like something like um, TI, where the, the diplomacy is still there. But if someone feels like they want to just be, just throw up, throw the board, almost tip the board over, the game adapts to it, which yep. I really like about TI. I like which I really find interesting and both of them are long games that go over the whole day Yep. but people can be engaged with TI and not feel like they're sort of if they make a wrong move or if someone stabs them in the back then the thing just sort of crumbles and there's a long slow death which I think is one of the things that I found with diplomacy particularly later on is that it's sometimes it's very difficult for some players to re-engage after that one turn that everything goes to shit and um, some players are really good at it some players can suddenly deal, do deals and make the fact that they've been the underdog work for them yep. but some players just disengage in my group and that's a shame but um, yeah it was I bought it I, I got it like about 15 years ago I think it was just before college or university I got it and it yeah. was much more of a yeah, I still have um, those sort of old war games is something that's really close to my heart, but it's just getting it to the table with a group of friends that are as equally engaged as I am. Yep. So, should that happen again, I probably will get a newer version of it, but at the time, at the moment, it's just not in my sort of purview to play. I absolutely hear what you're saying, because I, I have a board game group of my own, and, you know, a, hand, a couple of those guys probably are interested and do like... And, and managed to, um, and we had them playing at the last yeah. match. Um, but then there's other ones of them that, um, you know, are more than happy to stay with Ticket to Ride, yeah. Settlers of Catan, yeah. you know, Carcassonne type yeah. ones where they're, ne- they're, they're sort of in it for the. They're not going to be kicked from the game. They're yeah, not and going I think. Of that death. Yeah, I think it's a player emulation is one thing, but it's also the fact that in. Diplomacy is a very singular minded game in the sense that it's just, you know, ally, capture, things like that. In TI, I, I keep going back to TI because it's the one that I use now as my diplomacy yeah, game, it's yeah. my diplomacy sub in a lot of ways. It's also my, it's, it's just so all-encompassing that I use it for a lot of eight-hour games. That's the one I'll bring to the table. It's kind of similar, I think, with a lot of the, anyone who's more into online playing diplomacy, quite a few people have gone towards, like, you know, the Europa Universalis or And that's like the that. game that it sort of resembles a yeah. lot, like Master of Ryan, Europa Universalis. This sort of gargantuan thing that really shouldn't work in a lot of ways does. But the idea that, um, what I like about Twilight Imperium is you don't have to win you can have an, an, an identity with your civilization because all the civilizations are so bizarre and so B-movie that you can just say well I'm just going to be I could be a psychopath or I could go through knowledge 
and even though you don't win the game, you feel like you've achieved something, you should yep. like achieve your goals, which I think is really engaging for my board game group. That the because not all of them are history buffs, but they are almost all of them are sci-fi geeks. Yeah, okay. So the idea. Sorry. Um, so yeah, the idea of this sort of um, this idea of this sort of everyone sort of saying, "Oh, I'm going to play the plant people." So the plant people, you look at the back of your card and you say, "Oh, the plant people are carnivorous." You know, and so you just play it like that. Whereas if you try to say, "Well, I'm going to be England," and then so the two of us who have actually studied England, they say, "What was England like?" And then you have to go through a 45-minute diatribe, and then you feel like you're lecturing them of how England played, and that's kind of not the point of the game either. Yeah. So I think that's the sort of disconnect I think a lot of the people in my playing group have with diplomacy, unfortunately. But I've had some amazing moments with it. There was one time um, we had. A few years ago, we had uh, we played it at my friend's place, and his friend was going steady with this with this girl, who's now his wife. Um, but his fellow, a mutual friend of ours, who was also very good at diplomacy, they had like a little alliance going, and then um, he, I can see where this is going to yeah, go. He, he basically <laughs> he 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 um, they basically the. The future wife basically said, "Okay, we're going to we're going to move into Austria-Hungary. We're going to move. I think we're going to move into one of the Balkan territories that weren't taken at the time." And my other friend sort of sidled up to him and said, "I don't want to. I don't want to put thoughts into your head. That's not why I'm here. I'm just. But you know, if you do that, then you do you do leave yourself open to a flank from the south by her. I'm not saying she'll do it. I'm just saying, you know, that that could happen." <laughs> And so naturally, inevitably, as these things happen in diplomacy, um, uh, he stayed put, and she just sort of went out on her own, and the room temperature dropped about 10 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you can, you can, given distance of time, you can sort of look at that and find it quite funny and humorous. Oh, and yeah. It's a good story to, to it was great. It was funny for us. Yeah. I mean, I saw um, them... Um, during marriage yeah. cancelling no, life. I saw them the other day at another wedding ironically <laughs> I talk, I, we all remember that story it's great you can see that sort of relatable thing and yeah, it's definitely great stories yeah. oh though. it does yeah. it's a fantastic game for that I remember when, when I was Austro-Hungary and we had this three way alliance going and I stupidly asked my, I said my friend was going to go straight through one of my territories and I let him because I just thought well I can see how this big plan is going to you, you get one of the things I find excruciating about the game is that you begin to think of um, long term and then the short terms in front of you is like they've just taken a territory but you don't think of short term you think long term so this guy had just taken one of my I think he'd taken um, cheers to that cheers to that absolutely cheers and he'd taken Trius and I was like well are you going to move out there now and he just looked at me and he said he said a bit late for that Matt and I was like that's my game that's, that's it and then you're there with two that's two that two Two supply centers are crippled for the rest of the game. It's like nothing you can do. <laughs> I think right. one of the, 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 the key challenge you've had, the problem you've obviously had, is that it's often very hard to get seven people who are passionate around oh, yeah, doing and that and not disengaging. Yeah, and that's the thing. I think um, with diplomacy, I think it's an amazing game for that sort of those sort of really slow burns sort of things with those moments of crackling interaction but it it doesn't have to actually explain that to people and explain a lot of the sort of ways that because it doesn't have those immediate moments of sort of um, interaction like something like a risk does because of the dice or something like that 
it's often difficult to just say no this happens and then this will happen and you're trying to actually explain to them that no this these does make this does make stories because it's more difficult to actually convey yep. on a diplomacy board it's more like a chess sort of scenario and with seven players all talking all the time or across each other sometimes and that becomes difficult for some people to engage with I think yep. not because they're um, dumb but just because that's sort of um, long-term sort of slow burn attention span isn't how they work with board games. Yep. Yep. So one thing I just want to mention, I think I mentioned very, very briefly in my text to you, is that we have started a face-to-face diplomacy scene here yeah. in Brisbane. So if you can't, if, if your mates are um, a bit precious around being stabbed and yeah. disengaging, anyone like yourself or a couple of other of your, of your friends who have no qualms around that. Oh, no, I have, I, have, I have a few friends who would, my two friends would certainly be interested. Yeah, so definitely. So um, I might actually just text you like my email address or whatever like that. We can kind of keep in touch. We probably play, we're aiming to play about once every couple of months. Yeah, once a month, once every two months. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so it's not the sort of massively regular thing. No, but, but that's, you know, yeah, that's certainly I think something. that's like that slow burn kind of, yeah, it's time for a bit of diplomacy action going on. Kind and of that's thing. the thing, I think yeah. what I really like about the game is that it's, it's one of those games that you can lay down and if you know the basic rules it doesn't take you long to remember all the little fiddly bits and actually one thing I really like about it as opposed to a lot of other 8 hour games is that there isn't actually that many fiddly rules there's not many sort of um, one of the other games that I thought would be a diplomacy replacement was Game of Thrones I don't know if either of you have played Game of Thrones but I found that exhausting and the re- reason I found it exhausting was because there were so many little fiddly rules and all these little things that would happen and I'd rather just play diplomacy because the things that I thought would be better about Game of Thrones just made it more unwieldy and just t- took made it like I didn't feel like it added anything really great to the game yep. and instead all the things that I thought would add to the game just made it longer and more exhausting whereas this was more pure and straight out very similar to you I bought that board game yeah. and I thought oh excellent people I know love this this TV show yeah. they love the books I'm going to bring it out it's going to be a hit and I opened it up and I looked at the rule book and I just went yeah that's not going to get played yeah it's just I played it a few times and I just thought the more I played it like the first time I played it was good but I just realised after a while I was like this is not it's not something that really works like on several levels it doesn't really like I'd rather play something if I'm going to play a war game I'd play something snappy I'm going to play a diplomacy game, I'll play diplomacy or TI. I'd rather play something that actually does what it says on the tin almost. Yeah. Something that's really gargantuan and unworldly. Yep. And that's one of the things I found really disappointing about it. Whereas with diplomacy, it's not so much a case of I found the game disappointing, it's just a case that the board game that I'm with at the moment isn't quite the sort of board game that board game group that would be willing to do that. They'd be willing to play TI just because there's so much stuff you can do in it. But the single-mindedness and the brutality of diplomacy is quite <laughs> the sort of thing I can... So when was the last time you played? I think it was last year. Okay. It was about uh, April last year. Okay. So yeah, there's me, I'm a historian. My friend is a historian, or he has a history degree, but he also has a master's in political science. So the two of us basically always get together and role-play. Uh, there's a few others that have, are very interested. There's a couple of others who are quite interested in history, but then there's like three. Then you have three players to sort of 
Because I think one of the things about it is that it has to be seven. Like for six, it works, but it, it's not quite as good. Five, and then you start to get five, four, three. Like seven we were, yeah, is, this is exactly we what were, we were just talking about. Yeah, we were having this discussion a little bit earlier around well, what happens if we do get odd numbers, right? So what I'll be doing is I'll be sourcing um, some variants that run from four, five, six players and a couple, maybe eight, nine players. I have heard there's some so good variants online. And there's some answer, yeah. really good variants. Yeah. Um, so that if we do end up with someone just dropping out at the last second, we can still run again. Yeah. Um, I have found that yeah, Austro-Hungary is actually decent with six. With seven, it was horrible. With six, actually, it's okay. Oh, when you, you put Italy, Italy into it. Yeah, because yeah. then you have a flank that you can actually go, oh, I'll yeah. take some of that. Yeah. But I'll, 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 I'll. I reckon that would just, just change the dynamic, because not only then does it obviously change Austria's gameplay, it changes France's gameplay, oh, yeah, which then changes England's gameplay. Oh, with, so much. It's just, everything yeah, it's just, just goes so around, much. it's a big yeah. circle. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. one of the things I think is really interesting, is that the dynamics of the game, the human element of the game always changes. And the yep. human element is what's really intriguing about it. And it's, um, I think it's interesting how it doesn't it's a very pure game in the sense that it doesn't doesn't give you rails and say oh well you could play this way it's just not just play and like apart from the geography of the map there's really it's really up to the players yeah, it doesn't hold your hand no so exactly and it's not yeah, like it's a steep learning curve. yeah it's very much yeah. it's like other games where you sort of have this 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 particular player this particular avatar is good at that or this particular so you should sort of strategize towards that or yeah, yeah. Or this route and ticket to ride is usually yeah. a good one to try to yeah, go exactly. and get you and this know. diplomacy is yeah. very pure and very very very, very much different, which I find really fascinating. I think one one interview we did, uh, ooh, I can't remember who it was now, someone just recently, and they were talking about the concept, I think, of a lot of games. You find the random element is the cards or the dice or the character that's kind of set with the rules around that, whilst in diplomacy it's just about the players. Yeah, the you players to, are the random element, yeah, how they behave. And you can sort of begin to sort of... It's like it in some ways it's sort Baron of a, Palace was. Yeah, it's sort of a nice sort of poker element about the game when you begin to bluff mm. and sort of read other players and sort of things like that. And the way I find also the random sort of begins to echo around the table too, like where you play becomes a big thing. Like if you play yes. where you can are you gonna go into other rooms? Are you gonna sort of what are you going to do? How long is the diplomacy phase going to be? Yep. Because everyone, I was, I always shorten it to like ten or fifteen minutes, just because like thirty is just gargantuan. But even then, like you have people moving around the table and stuff, and then do you begin to overhear other people's? Also, do you actually have the house to do it, or you know, do you just do it in a room? And there's so many variables that the game just sort of implies can happen, but it doesn't say. You know, it doesn't sort of. Um, overtly put on the game it just says well it's up to you which I find really great that's one of the things I really love about the game yep um, so yeah cool well I know you said that you've got um, dinner with your lovely wife yes. and it's probably around about now you need to make a move yes. so great talking to you yes um, please let me know if you want to talk to me again cool. I'll be in touch yeah. I think our next game's on Sunday I don't know if that's too early for you yeah that might be a bit much for me but probably one after that will be yeah definitely let me know whatever yeah. Awesome. awesome. Thanks, Matt. Great Thanks. to meet you. Not at all. Thank you to meet you. Ta. Cheers. 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 And we're back. We're back after our interview with Matt. 
Yeah, thanks, Matt. That was, um, that was quite interesting. It was really interesting. And the good thing was I was like, trying to be respectful of his time because when I met him in the alley, I, he said, look, I've only got about 15 minutes. As soon as I bought him a, a beer, he said, oh, I've got about 20 minutes. <laughs> and and then after a week, I, I thought, okay, so I've got to keep it to 20 because he was meeting his wife for dinner. Yep. And I got to about 20. I thought, ah, it's about 20. Just stop now. And then, we, then he kept talking to us just off tape for about another 10 minutes about diplomacy and about the, uh, that other Twilight Emporium. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... Oh, okay. I think he almost. But I think he pretty much invited you to one of his Twilight Emporium games. He did. Imperial games. Yeah, he did. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy to. He's actually not too. He's, he doesn't live too far away from me. Out Ipswich. No, he's not Ipswich. He's in the western suburbs of Brisbane. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Anyway, good. Um, hopefully, we've got another diplomacy player. Maybe even Potential. more. It sounds Maybe like he, he knows yeah. other people who like to play the game too, but they can't get seven players because everyone gets bored <laughs> when they get yeah, well, stabbed. You know that that comes to it in, in a nutshell, though, doesn't it? Like the like you got your gaming groups, and I'm the same. Like I've got my gaming group. Yep. And you know, out of that gaming group, I can there's just a small handful of ones that would be interested in playing the game of diplomacy. Yep. And then you know, what I really like what we're doing now, what you're doing is in the space of getting people who are interested in playing it together specifically to play the game yep. as opposed to trying to you know force a game onto a gaming group where it might not fit yeah 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 so well it's kind of like um it's like i'm not in mar- sales or marketing but one thing i kind of remember hearing is that you know the amount of cost for a company to recruit a new consumer is like astronomical but to retain an existing consumer or to get somebody who was previously buying your product re-engaged back into it, it's yeah. far cheaper. Yeah. So, you know, this is like, as I mentioned, I think a couple of episodes ago, if you're in America and you're trying to get a group up and going, go to Craigslist, find the people who are trying to sell their boards, find out why, as a case of, well, I can't get enough people to come together to play diplomacy. Bingo. <laughs> Bingo. you got, you got a player right there. That's right. Yeah. And not only that... It's usually not just a player. If they've got two or three other people that they like playing the game with as well, but you haven't got the full seven. The full seven, yeah. Bang. The, the one, the one point he did raise, which I think is hundred percent correct, because I remember even just from our first game here in Brisbane when, um, not so, I, no, I tell a lie, but I was going to say, you know, when Beth disengaged from me a little bit because I'd stabbed her, she just wouldn't talk to me. Yeah, which is fair enough. Which is probably a little bit yeah, different to kind of being out of the game. But like I'd imagine if you were playing a face-to-face game that was going for four hours, six hours, and you got killed in the second hour, it's a pretty fucking boring game then for the next yeah, two hours. You drop so out. I can yeah, see where yeah, 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 the yeah, issue would yeah. be for some players there. Yes, and it, it, I mean, look, it comes down to, like, we all know it, diplomacy is not for everyone. Mm. You know, it, it's, a, it's a certain type of player who wants... To play this game, this pure game, and Matt said it very eloquently. You know, it's a it's a very pure board game in the sense that it's, it doesn't give you any training wheels. No, it says here is the game, here's the rules. Go and figure it out. Go into the wide world. There's no yep. here. I hold your hand and 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 walk you into this game. If it, it, it is thrown into the deep end. Yep. A so, knife fight in a telephone booth. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it was a great yeah. analogy. Um, so, I mean, we did talk uh, a couple of episodes back around that idea of maybe creating a bit of a series to help new players better understand just the basics to kind of give them that little bit of instruction. Yeah. So, um, we did talk 
uh, off tape that we've got a bit of a rough list there, but I think we need to work on it a bit more. So maybe the yeah. next episode, yes. to be what, episode 54, we'll start slowly dripping those out, maybe. That's a good idea. Also, um, see what impact the bots have, you know, whether oh, that yeah, really, yeah, um, yeah. you know, either pulls more people in, um, what sort of, you know, opening strategies have come up in the last two weeks since that's Well, that's right, yes, and when this comes out, it's been two weeks since the bots have taken over, what, actually, we, yeah. we might all be dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've hit the singularity. Um, no, but uh, I, I think it, it, it's, we've been working on it, but it's not quite there as a series to be discussing. Yes. Ad lib, I think it's one that's more a bit more deserves a bit more research, as opposed to me just writing something in a Google document about two hours before we caught up. That's about six dot points. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah, think yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, it, it does deserve a little <laughs> bit of you know, yeah, a little bit of thought. Yeah, that's right. So, having um, said that, what we haven't done for a long while is around the ground. No, uh, a, a doctor recommended. List of, of what the doctor recommended, yes. Because we started doing that about four or five episodes ago and then forgot about it. So you maybe know. we should restart again. Drunk Aussies. So, so for those of you who don't remember what the what the doctor recommended segment's about, it's um, basically follows a request that came through from the uh, V Diplomacy player called Doctor Recommended that because our, our apparently insanely amusing Australian accents and the way that we pronounce words... How about we go through like the top 100 players' names and try to pronounce them? So we usually take it in turns going backwards and forwards between Kaner and myself. But I thought we'd do it in blocks of five, no? Five? No, that takes fucking forever. Oh. Let's just do like 25 or something. Just top get 25. Top 25, and then next time we'll do like 26 to 50. Okay, all right. Well, number one on... Actually, we should go the other direction. Start at 25 and go up. Why? Because it's been so long, it may have changed. So you don't want to start down at number 100, which is... Number 152. Who's 152? I'll get out of it. Yeah, okay, all right. And red, what's that mean? Yeah, go on. Why is it red? Well, that's me. Mine isn't shown red. It's because I'm not in the top 100. Ah. I actually thought this you're 1,309, but that's your points. All right, so the top, go. Rough House 8. Thanks, oh Roughhouse. Awesome work again. Love your work. And this, I must admit, this is the ones who are active players, this list, isn't it? Yeah, we're doing the active player list. Yeah. Yep, cool. Um, number two, double O Matthew 2000. Number three, Barbecue Sauce 123321. Drano 19. Yeah, I always, I always say Drano. You say Drano. 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 Drano? Yeah, Drano. That would have an I in it, though, wouldn't it? Drain? Uh, yeah, okay, maybe. Yeah, okay. I kind of um, think of like, like, like Drano is a, like a, you like put a down lizard. No, no, like a... Like oh, Drano. Drano like, no, Drano is something you put down the sink. Drano is like a like a, a, a dragon. Really? Yeah, like a... Like a... Like, you know, not, not quite a dragon, like a, a fire drake. Oh, okay. Anyway. Like a big anaconda or something. Something like that. Bozo. Number five. Number six is Retilium. Uh, G-Man on seven. Number eight, Tassa. Number nine, Mercy. Number ten, Hunsiage. No, it's not. You want to challenge that? Yeah, it's Hunsiage. Hunsiage. No, but it's A-E-G-E. Maybe it's like a French pronunciation. Huh. 
Number 11, Mapu. Number 12, the Desert Fox. Number 13, Sly Pups. Number 14, Eki83. D-Ice on 15. Toby1 on 16. Love your work, Toby. Graham Zoe 1. He's new in that top 25. I, I don't remember him. I don't think I've seen Graham Zoe 1, so yeah. welcome to the top. Yeah. Number 18, Bagatour. I don't know Bagatour, have you? Bagatour. I've seen him a bit. Yeah, yeah I haven't seen him. Um, Bo Lemio. I reckon, yeah. Bo Lemieux. Bo Lemieux. Okay. Number 20, Techno Star. 21, the Jolly Cream. Jolly Cream. Have we had him before? <laughs> I don't know. It's a good name, though. Sorry, in the background, they're making a cocktail, I think, out of meat. Um, number 22, iCode. Now, he's new, too. I haven't heard of I him. I haven't seen iCode before. Um, 23, Devonian. Yeah, you've heard of him. 24, Battalion. 25, MoCat. MoCat, yes. Okay, let's cut up the 25. I wonder how long this noise is going to go in the background. Do you want to pause for a second? Pause it. Okay, the blender's stopped. Um... And we're back. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, we are back. Oh, fuck, is it back? Yeah, yeah, we are back. Good. We Red are. lights on. Yeah. Okay, so that that's uh, what the doctor recommended for the Vita players out there. After all of our web dip the last week, we're now back to Vita. Back to Vita. Well, most of our games are in Vita at the moment. I've only got one game that's not. What? 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 what which one's not? The play dip game. Oh, okay. The yeah. USA yeah. game. Yes. How are you going with that? Um, it's really, really interesting. So I'm, I'm playing. This is a non-anonymous game. I'm playing. Oh, this is um, the one that you uh, Spain. Is it so you, I can say which right? Yeah, you yeah, can. You're yeah, Spain. Yeah. So you're on these all these islands. Yep. From in the memory, middle of the you were talking about you having been a bit dastardly in your dealings with North America, was it? With the USA. With the USA. Yeah, I end up stabbing USA. Then he ended up basically. We're currently. Each one of us goes backwards and forwards taking Yucatan at the moment. And what's... I'm confused. Okay, so this is going to come out in two weeks' time, so I can talk about the game now. Yeah. But what's interesting here is there's this big, massive dynamic going on between Argentina and Chile. That Those two are now at war, which is fantastic. Um, Argentina well, yeah. approached me around um, working with him. He gave me an offer, which I thought was... That's interesting. He said, look, can he have Trinidad, which was mine... And I said, that's okay, as long as I can have um, Caracas. Caracas. And yeah. he agreed to that. But as part of the deal, it was also, let's keep these two other areas, which is Anagata Passage and West Indies DMZ. But he's moved into he's them. He's moved into them. Well, that's not good. But the last turn, which was the autumn phase, or the fall phase, I fully expected to be kicked out of Caracas, and he didn't. Huh. So it's like he kept half of the deal. And he didn't end up coming up my way to attack me at all. What's the geo with that? I don't know. I didn't want to kind of... Initially, I was going to accuse him of stabbing me and get real bitter. Yeah. And then I didn't, but now I'm confused. So you're prepared for that whole moral outrage rant, and you were were left standing. Yeah. You didn't get to have that whole moral outrage that you were planning on. Yeah. And the thing I actually liked about... This is one thing I I particularly liked... The pain of expecting to be stabbed and not being stabbed. Yeah. um, yeah. So the thing about play dip, which is different to V dip and web dip, a couple of things which I think is actually really, really cool, which is I've been part of, is within play dip you can have multiple people involved in the same conversation. Yeah, now that that does sound cool. So that makes yeah. it a lot easier to plan and discuss 
uh, alliance options. And you know that that same message is going to those two people. And Correct. You can see that, yep. you know, yep. And also, you can receive draw requests, but the draw requests are based on who you want to have in the game. So, for example, I received a draw request from a player proposing yeah. that I'm involved in a draw with three other or maybe two other players. And we've all agreed to the draw request, but obviously yeah. involves that to, for that draw to go through, we then have to kill off the other players. Uh, no, no, but traditionally that's how um, that's how the game of classic has been kind of resolved. You know, like players. Well, that's no different to say if you and I were playing a face-to-face game, and you and I say, "Hey, let's be part of a draw with Ty," and yeah. we agree to that. Yeah. So now we're going to go off and kill the other players, and da da, we agree to tie. We're going to try draw. Yeah, yeah, but you know, I mean, you can put in a draw request that says, "Okay, these three players are the winners of the draw," but you still have survivors on the board who are not considered part of that draw. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, that, that draw. I should, I should check like, my uh, my brand new rules in my new diplomacy game that I've just purchased. <laughs> yeah, I. Exactly, which I should have yeah. bought on Amazon so I can get eleven cents. You should have. But you instead, I was a cheap bastard. And gone to Gumtree, but still, it's a nice board. You know, like metal, um, metal pieces. Metal pieces, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, All right. so that's yeah. where that game's up to. So let's go on to our VDIP games for around the grounds. And the first stop. Oh, oh you're a bit tired, are you? What? No, 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 no. Past your bedtime? I'll get out of it. Um, is this game which has been going what for longer than a year now? Longer it? than a year. This is our divided states game. Um, pretty awesome game. Down to five players now. And you're still one of them? I'm still one of them. But I reckon we're getting to a point now where I'd like us to maybe do what we did with our two episodes back when we talked about that Europa Renovatio map. Yeah. Looking at each of the players and how they're going. But because I've only got five players to talk about, maybe it's a case of, you know, if we were that player. Yes. How would we play that game? Yes. What would we be thinking about that? Right. Okay. So well, should we go from left to right, or what way yeah, do you want to do it? Yeah, left to right. North to south? No. No, no, left, no to right. left to right. Alaska. No, so this is let's no, that's a Hawaii. Let's go round it in a anti in a clockwise manner. Okay. So where would you yeah. like to start? Hawaii. On Hawaii. The west coast. So Hawaii is the big blue player. We'll create another link to the map. Since the last time we recorded, there's actually been. Um, couple of big developments okay first thing is we're down from six down to five players so who's been wyoming who's, has been eliminated oh this um green player green. in the middle of the I'm just uh, surprised he lasted so long i'm very surprised he lasted so long too yeah so he's been effectively cannibalized mostly by hawaii but also a little bit by kentucky okay so um um and how is hawaii interacting with kentucky now that that new that, that that player has been eliminated. Well, the interesting part now is that there's a very this is obviously again let's put our let's put our hats in and we'll, we'll play the scenario of okay we're Hawaii. Hawaii's been doing lots and lots of support holes amongst his own units. Okay. Yeah. Kentucky has been putting support holes amongst his own units, but has also been throwing a little bit of love towards Hawaii. So if you look at uh, Amarilla, there is um, Kentucky support going there. 
Oh, trying to indicate perhaps that um, he doesn't want to fight the, the deep blue. No, that's right, yeah. Okay. Right. So, um, Kentucky has been moving increasingly... Not Kentucky, fuck. We're playing California here. No. Yeah. Hawaii. So Hawaii's Hawaii been progressively been... moving into Montana territory. Yeah. But the thing that's changed probably again since the last time we talked is that Montana has um, removed a lot of the units on its um, eastern borders with New York. So it can concentrate on the the, defending itself against um, both Hawaii and Kentucky. So what's... Okay, right. So New York has just moved into... um, It's just moved some units west into Montana. Yeah, so... Okay, so let's... Okay, before we do that, before we move on to that, well, let's finish off... Hawaii first. Hawaii, okay. In the so south we talked about so Hawaii. down in the south part of Hawaii is Hawaii has made a strategic decision to stab Florida again. 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 Okay, so Hawaii at this stage owns pretty much all of Texas. Yep. And is including the Panhandle. Just convoyed into wherever the fuck that is, MBY. MBY. So part of the. Um, uh, Mississippi, Mississippi Bayou, maybe? Basin? Bayou? Yeah. Basin? No? Oh, anyway. Oh, just, I think it's Just Bayou. to the west of Lafayette. Yes, and yeah. um, New Orleans, east into the... No, west of New Orleans, east of Lafayette. Yeah, so that bit between where the... Yeah, uh, I, reckon that's a, I reckon that's a Mississippi Bayou. Okay. Anyway, so... But um, Hawaii's also been doing an excellent job of penetrating really, really strongly into the Gulf of Mexico. Hawaii has been successful to now push back um, interests of both Florida and also New York. So what's happened, and I don't know if you remember, Kana, going back, I don't know, maybe five, no, probably about six or seven game years ago, um, there was a... Both Florida and Hawaii were best mates. Yeah, I remember. There was like this detente going between the yep, two. Yep. Yep. And as a result of that, because of New York attacking Florida, um, they'd been throwing love to each other, blah, blah, blah. Then Florida started moving its units to, to start counteracting the attack from New York. And at that point in time, Hawaii decided that's a good time to start stabbing Florida. Which makes perfect sense. Yeah. But then um, New York laid off off on um, Florida. Started being nice to Florida. So that Florida can go back and attack Hawaii. Defend itself. But then New York stabbed Florida, which then caused Hawaii to make peace with Florida. So this game has been going backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards with a stabbing element with Florida caught in the middle every single time, slowly losing territory to the east and to the west. Meanwhile, is... What's this big pink one again? Kentucky. Kentucky is doing very, very well. Kentucky has been the big winner over the last five years. Um, He has been doing a great job, I think. He's been moving progressively into Florida. He... Ended up eating a fair chunk of uh, Wyoming. He's eaten a very good chunk of um, Montana. Uh, he's still been, been able to keep um, peace and love with New York. And if you watch what he's actually done 
in recent um, months, he's actually been building up some of his units on the borders of um, New York as he's kind of made gains to kind of prevent an attack coming potentially from New York and Stab. Do you think New York's aware of that? Because he's got some open spaces around the Great Lakes that potentially could cause a bit of grief. I'm thinking if Kentucky might. I don't know where Kentucky is because he's Kentucky's committed in the north against Montana, Montana in the and the south against Florida, Florida and then just and maintaining with Hawaii and well, maintaining a border with Hawaii and, and maintaining a border, maintaining with border with Florida. So I don't know. Does he want to do a two-way? Well, he's 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 a three-way attack. I don't know. I mean, he he seems to be very concentrated in the central north. So if you look up in this area here around that, um, what would be normal real-life Minnesota? Uh, Wisconsin type of area, I reckon. There's a lot of lot of units there from both New York and Kentucky. But when you get around the um, areas around Chicago and uh, Ohio, and what's Michigan. that one? Michigan. No, Michigan? Yeah, is that Michigan? Indiana. No, Michigan's up there. Indiana, yeah. Those areas are a little bit empty, but then on the eastern flank against New York, they're quite solid again. So, I don't know. Um, I kind of think maybe Kentucky is just progressively building up a base there. So when, um, when we kind of look at the way this works, if I was Kentucky, I'd be pretty fucking happy with how I'm going. Yeah. Going well, not at war with anybody that I'm not kind of making gains against and able to defend myself. I think Kentucky's in the box seat at the moment. So not not numerically so. So he's coming... New York is coming in at first place at the stage with numbers of units. Yes. What's going on here? So, so New York is spread out quite... Yeah, I think... It owns, it owns the eastern seaboard, spread out quite far um, in the north to the west and seems to be competing a bit around the Florida panhandle. Of, no, no, that's um, not the panhandle. The I know, panhandle's right. up yeah, there. I get it, but, you know, so See where it Florida. says FLP, Florida yeah. panhandle. Yes, yes, but, okay, so some competing with Hawaii. The American panhandle. The American panhandle, The yeah. Florida peninsula. Yes. So what's going on here? Florida has just moved... Okay, so I wonder what New York must be thinking at this stage. So, I agree with you. I think I think the New York is overly stretched, if I can put it that way, because he's got he's had to kind of maintain units everywhere to both attack and defend. And yeah. by doing that, it, it kind of means that he's not really strong anywhere because he's just so geographically dispersed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as we said before, the border between New York and Florida, there's basically three potential fronts there. Two are congested. One that's not congested. I think the thing that's interesting there is that there's not a big uh, number of units from Kentucky on that front. There's also not a big number of units from New York on that front. They're around the area, but they're usually 
in most cases, a, a territory or two back from the border. So it's they're kind like, of like a friendly, friendly like keeping an eye watching on each, each other, other over the fence, yeah. As opposed to support right on the border, which is occurring between Hawaii and Kentucky. Yeah. So yeah. in the in the north, though, for the New York player, um, I don't know if you remember. I think the last time we talked, there had been love thrown from New York to Montana. Mm-hmm. Since then, the Montana player has pretty much moved almost all of the units, actually has moved all the units off that his eastern border to defend against uh, Kentucky and to con- defend against um, Hawaii. But I have just noticed in the last turn that the New York player has started actually making moves into Montana's territory. Which may or may not be good. It may or may not yeah. be good. The only thing about that, though, I find interesting is the fact that he's got a. The New York player has like a, a number of potential areas that he could have moved into, some supply centres that he's got units on the border of, but didn't. So, so I'm not sure what's going on there. Whether he's trying to send a unit across to help support Montana against Hawaii, whether he's trying to go, you know, deep undercover under that proviso and then eat him up from the inside. So very much watch this space. That one, that, space. that, that, um, that theatre there is just weird. Maybe just fucked up. I don't, I don't know. But um, it's interesting. But the other thing with, so we talked about the New York and now New York who'd previously been Florida. So Florida totally, no, 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 no. So previously New York had been previously attacking Florida and now if you notice New York seems to be throwing love to Florida, and Florida, as you partly because Florida got stabbed by um, Hawaii, and Florida is just ripping all the units out of the east along the border with New York, and just going totally west, young man. To, to me, it looks like a situation I played recently um, in another match, another game where I was stabbed by someone who. I wasn't expecting to be stabbed, and I just went, bugger it, I am attacking that person with all of my units, and screw it, the other person can take my units behind me, because, you know, bugger it. Yep. I'm throwing the game to this player. To yeah, me, that's, that's right. what yeah, that looks yeah. like. I yeah. don't want that I don't want that bastard to solo. Yeah. I don't mind if someone else solos, but it's just not that fucking it's prick. It's not that bastard, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might, you might be right. So yeah. let's talk Florida. So based on that basis... Florida um, is deep in war with, continues to be deep in war with Kentucky, as I said before, Kentucky's moving into him. Um, Hawaii's now moving in strongly. But oh, he's making, yeah. I mean, I don't know if, if um, Hawaii expected this or not. But if I was Hawaii, I'd be going, oh, fuck, you know, I just stabbed this bastard thinking it would be happy days. And now, now, now bloody New York's, you know, sending love and Florida's pulling everyone back my way, and I'm probably only going to get three or four SCs out of this deal instead of 15. Which is what it looks like Florida's giving to New York. Yes. Okay, watch this space. Will this game finish before the year's up? Uh, the calendar year? Yeah. I don't know. I guess it depends on whether people draw or not. If, it, if, if there's a draw, yeah, probably. Hmm. But um, I don't know. I, I assume if, okay, right now, if I was Florida, I'd be fucking hitting that draw button like no tomorrow. Hurry if up, I was yeah. Montana, I'd be drawing. If I was New York or Hawaii or Kentucky, I'd be holding off. 
I'd be interested to see where the game goes. Yeah, where does it lead? Yeah, I think those three players, those, those three players, three, yeah. had the potential to solo the game if they play the game right. Hmm. It just comes down to how it goes. The fallout of um, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Anyway, let's watch this one. Let's, let's watch let's that let's one. Ongoing on space. Yeah. So, um, other ones we want to talk about. Well, let's is jump to. Um, Silent what Europe or Silent Europe. So Silent Europe we can talk about briefly. I think this is a um, uh, the Europa Vernavazio game that we're both oh, in. Oh yes, we're both it's in this one. It's anonymous. It's gunboat, so we can't talk much. I think we've established in the last, sorry, two episodes back that you were in the north somewhere. I was You're in, in the, the south, south of the, uh, the, the halfway mark somewhere, mm. but. Um, Look, I think this is probably still too complex to be um, talking about too much specifics in this particular match. Yeah. Um, as around the grounds of all the players, it's still too broad. Needless to say, it's a glorious chaos going on still. Absolutely. And, and I love it about this map. You know, yep, it's yep. just like, I mean, how many game years in and it's still anyone's game? So I think since the last time that we talked about this map, I've still maintained good friendships with one of my neighbours and, and, you know, we've been kind of keeping away from each other's borders. I've still got another uh, neighbour that's kind of came into the neighbourhood uh, uninvited um, and, in fact, is kind of pretty much banging on my door and (laughs) and saying, fucking let me in, asshole. Um, So so that element's (laughs) proved a little bit difficult. Uh, But I had actually, I can't remember if last time we talked about, I have made gains against that player and that player at the same time is also copping a bit of heat um elsewhere Elsewhere. which is which is coming from um, a a helpful source and at the same time an area that i previously had difficulty with and that i kind of pulled back from they pulled back from and we've continued to pull back from so um lucky you but I think he's going to have some trouble long term because this player there is starting to get quite strong. Yes. Anyway. Interesting to see how that one plays out. This is My, this is the trouble we have with these ones. Yeah, myself in the north, um, still very much up in the air regarding alliances. A fellow I had thought I had alliance with is no longer a fellow I have an alliance with, um, and you know another neighbour has been a bit. Um, Obtuse? Difficult to read, put it that way. Obtuse. Yeah. It's the correct word, yeah, for obtuse. Yeah. 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 As opposed to the first time I said obtuse, I think. So, I yeah, need watch drink. this space. So I think we need, we need a drink. We need a drink. Yeah, get another drink yeah, and then we'll drink, continue and then we'll come on. back next one. Okay. Right and we're back again. Back. Cheers. 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 Drink number four, five. It's enough. It, you know, I'm not slurring. I'm not slurring either. I think this is like a slightly lower alcohol wine. We just based ourselves very well in this particular beer. Mm. Could just be that too. Anyway, let's right, keep yeah. going with around the ground. Keep going because you're in another American states game. Yes, the this American sort of fun boat, exciting and new. <laughs> How's that going? Are you alive still? Well, yeah, because I don't think anyone's died in this one yet. Okay, but some are not doing so well. Oh, actually, yeah, some aren't doing too well. That's right. I didn't yeah. see that person over there. Um, yeah, so at the moment I'm doing not too badly. I've um, made a decision to 
uh, as, as the way this map works really early on, as anyone who's American would know, you've got so many bloody states bordering your state. Yeah. I made a conscious effort to attack one player, probably one of the bigger position players, I'll say. Oh, yeah, okay. Because I was... I've seen time and time again variants where you've got a disparity of um, supply centres between players. So if you don't cripple the strong player from the start, they're going to fuck you over later on. Without a shadow of a doubt. Even if you're a friend with them now, they're going to fuck you over later on. Experience speaking. So that's experience speaking. And also the way this player is positioned on the board, there was a fair chance that other players may decide to come in and eat some of the supply centres. And that's paid off. And also, there was a, the opportunity, I think, for that player I wanted to attack to probably put attentions elsewhere. Um, so, generally speaking, it's been good. Um, I think at the moment, I'm getting to a point that I might only pick up maybe just one more supply center from that player that I've attacked. And, and then, then I'm going to just probably back off a little elsewhere. bit and focus my attention elsewhere. Yeah. Because it's, then it's a, it's a bridge too far to get anything else there. It's still early days there. Hey, and like. my, my, I must admit, my main, actually, all of my other um, neighbours have been great. They haven't moved in my direction. They're either, I'm sending them love or um, they're not doing anything un- untoward or they're bouncing. It's all pretty cool. So I don't know how long that's going to last for, but hopefully I can get one more supply centre out of this um, neighbourhood I've attacked from the beginning. And then I can turn my attention elsewhere. It's these early days in these large maps. If you can survive that first bloodletting, you really need to position yourself up for the next set of bloodletting. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's, it's really interesting moving from one map that's nearing the end game. To this, it's just like... This game is like, well, wow. there's a whole heap of different players all up, you know. It's, um, yeah, it cool. becomes a mess all of a sudden again, doesn't it? Yeah, a, a glorious mess. Glorious mess indeed. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll keep an eye on this one as it goes. So talking glorious messes. <laughs> what, you going to Google Translate? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so my Google Translate game, um, so this that's, is where not, that's you not anonymous, isn't it? Yeah. Your messages through a series of translated Google translations and you're going to yes. like five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten different iterations. Different yep. yep, yep, yep. Of the message. And and it's listeners all posted on the um, on global. Yeah, that's right. So listeners might remember I drew Burgundy. Uh, this is a non-anonymous game, which is cool. Um, I decided to take on the persona of newscaster Ron Burgundy, which has been fun. But I oh, mentioned no. that Goodbye uh, Ron. Ron is not going to be around much longer. Oh. Uh, literally, it's going, we're going now into autumn, 906. I have one unit and no supply centres. And there's only one opportunity of picking up a supply centre, which is in Brussels. And I'm pretty sure that um, uh, so Ireland can, can easily <laughs> counter me with either Piketty, English Channel or Anglican Sea. So... So Ron is going to be checking out. Checking out. Checking out, Ron. Uh, okay, so your strategy of being the most humorous, talkative, weirdo... Hasn't paid off. Hasn't paid off. And the trouble is, 
I don't mean to be disparaging, but the game has just degenerated to becoming a diplomacy game. No one else is really getting into the spirit. There's hardly any posts going on. So if I can just kind of digress for a second, Kana, how do I just click on that? So can you open up that yeah, link? I'll, I'll open that as a link, yeah. So this is, I've been posting at, um, I think about the second or third game year, I started posting memes of Ron Burgundy with um, translated quotes, the choice translated quotes into the game. Often to you cannot eat anymore, but suspicious I got stuck and ate. I mean, there's okay, a picture right. of Ron, Ron Burgundy, Burgundy coming second, oh, sorry, in a, a newspaper article of Ron Burgundy coming second in a hot dog eating contest. So, what I did for this, and I'll kind of let the cat out of the bag, My, I expected, I've got to a point now where I'm obviously going to die. I've made the effort to kind of put on a persona. I've put, made the effort to put in a very, very convoluted approach to translating all of my um, my messages. So can you work out what my last message said? Just read it out loud, see if you can work it out. All right, last message. This is the end. You are the last one, my friend and me, of course. I'm able to mention, I'm sure. I spent my life, went to buildings, but more love than you, I am now and more at the expense of me. Again, really mentioned he had to do it. Nobody saw the salvation. It is an enthusiastic journey to the eyes. Carefully every step of the way and further I am now, often to you, cannot eat any more, but suspicious I got stuck and ate. He stood tall, you made. It is. I also love, laugh, cry, damage falls. Now tears, very interesting for me. I think he has everything. Maybe I said, do not be shy. Oh no, 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 no. I am now. What people take, he was not like he was not a test himself. What is your true feeling? But there is no squatting story, not feeling out of all documents. He was killed, it is. So is that me? I have no idea what that was about. <laughs> A, a, a requiem for a dream? I don't know. It is, it is a requiem, yeah. essentially. Basically, as yeah. I said before, I know I'm leaving the game. My time is near. It's time to bid you adieu. And yeah. I did it my way. Ah, oh, gotcha. I did it my way, hey? Yeah. So it's the lyrics from Frank Sinatra translated into Google Translate seven or eight times. No way, really? Yep. Oh. Okay. You definitely need to put in right about now that. You mean this? That. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, very good, Andy. Very good. So um, it has been a little bit disappointing how we've gone. Actually, do you want to bring up that imager thing? Yeah, sure. Because like I've used that as that's, that's probably my other subtle way of communicating to the players. Uh, fuck, how do I go into this? App? I'll go into diplomacy games. Oh, it doesn't work. Ah, fuck it. Oh, anyway. but you've been posting as diplomacy. I've games. been posting as yeah, diplomacy okay. games with a number of different things over time. So um, anyway, surely it doesn't go into the. No, I think because I need to get the app. The yeah, bugger. Yeah. I don't know. I don't use the app. Anyway, so I'm out of that game, I reckon, 
well and truly by the time this um, podcast goes live. Last game, I think, is the um, World War Two Global Boogaloo. Oh, yeah? I, I, that, that, that sounds familiar to me. It was. Remember, you used to play it. We found out you were Thailand because you CD'd. They said, Kana 406 <laughs> is CD'd and got replaced by somebody else. Oops. And you should have stuck in the game because you're in a pretty good position. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Let's, let's, let's pull it up. It's, uh, it's ongoing. Probably on your first page there. Yes, I know I should have. Things got hectic for me for a while. But I'm back in the game. You're back in the... Not that game. Not that game. Well, we'll talk about you in a second. So here we are. Here's Global Boogaloo. I'm not the only one who's CD'd in this game. No, they just got eliminated. Oh. <laughs> Oops. So the interesting thing here is that the war against America has continued with both Germany and Portugal slowly eating him up. Oh, wow. Japan has kind of given, uh, moved out of trying to attack America. But, I mean, Japan is doing fantastic. Not only is, is he kind of, you know, giving America some space, Japan has progressively moved more and more and more across the Asian continent and has taken, uh, I think, about three, if not maybe four supply uh, centres. island is... Uh, Actually, maybe four or five supply centres yeah. now out of Turkey and Germany. So... Um, so is Thailand and China still allied? Looks like it. That's not China, it's Japan. China, yeah, Japan. Yeah, yep. yep. Oh, good. You know, I helped set that up. Well done there, Kana. Good job. I should have stuck with this game. I told you you should have stuck with the game. Fuck. So, um... Okay. So the main thing here is, I think there is... There was some talk, again, apologies folks, getting a bit louder here, it's trying to pick up a bit. Um, there was some talk maybe of drawing after America was dead, so it'll be interesting to see if that's the case. Yeah, well, yeah, he was not generally liked from memory, but it's been a long while. Yep. Yep. But you said you're back in the game, so what do you mean? Are you back in the saddle in other games? Yeah, I've got a couple of games. Yeah. Yeah. Are you able to talk about them or not? Um, a couple of those large Europa games. Oh, okay. Um, I'm in a Fog of War, which is doing okay. Um, a Fog, oh, of, a War. Fog of War classic game? No, 1898. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I think yeah. you mentioned last time. Want to bring it up or not? Um, yeah, sure, I'll bring it up. Not that we can actually talk about it in any way, shape or form because... Well, I'm not in the game, so you can tell, you can show me and I can... Yeah, but you, you can't gonna... see anything but what I'm seeing. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I can see bits of the map of Europe. <laughs> yeah, but, but if you, you know, are I, if you I, are I, presumably I, this player here, well, obviously because that's the only you can see because you're looking at my account. Right? Uh, duh. Duh. <laughs> yeah, um, but I've managed, I've managed to fight off three aggressors. I like this little move. Yeah, it's a little that's tricky, cheeky, cheeky little that's bit cheeky, of. That's cheeky. I like it. Yeah. Nice flank. Mm. So, you know, I'll tell you more about that offline off, off because I don't want to talk about that um, publicly. At this yeah, okay. You can go a bit more detail about that fucking bastard. Um, <laughs> and you said with your um, Europa Renovatio games, are you... you I'm you're still waiting you're, for you. Were, you were in three of those God games. Harry. When's yeah. that coming along? That's just like... Well, by the time this goes live, it should be well and truly up and running. How many have we got left in that? Seven. To go. To go? Four or five, I think. Five. Five more? Oh, holy shit. 
It got down to four earlier today and then someone left again. Oh, come on, guys. It'd be a good one. Okay, so I'm waiting for that one to go. And I have just started a new one um, that is going through its early spasms of, you know, people not actually playing it, you know? What do you mean? People disengaging? Well, you know, in these larger ones, how players... A lot of players join these things, and yeah. then when it starts, you end oh, up with like just, a spasm drop of dropout. Because they joined like five months ago, and then they've yeah, forgotten about the game. Yeah. Um, but, you know, this is about to start, and we're going through that. Oh, you over there. relatively central power of this one, so we'll see how we go. Oh, right, so you're in the, um, as, as Matt said earlier, you're like literally in the middle of the, the telephone booth. the telephone booth. booth with a couple of knives ready to go. <laughs> I mean, that, 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 and that, just that, is ready to kind of cop them. It's like a goth kid with a couple of knives ready to. Yeah. <laughs> you want you, you want my telephone booth? I'll get you. I'll get you. Yeah. And were you in another game that you uh, not doing too well in, or? Oh yeah, I, I, yeah. Because yeah. this is a game you're not in with me, so it's a separate game, but it is an anonymous game. But you were doing originally okay, weren't you? <laughs> Yeah, um, that's just sort of collapsed under a pile of... Dog shit? Yeah, dog shit. Squashed dog shit. Between your toes, you know, like sometimes in the early summer morning, how you you go outside and you're like, oh, such a great morning, you stretch, crack, crack, crack. And you put your foot forward and you, you that dog turd squashes between your toes. Yeah. You know, and you're just like, oh my god, I've just stepped in dog shit and it's in between my toes. Yes. One of those games. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, that's not it. I, I, that's not it, but I, 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 I again. It Let's just say you, you, you've just stood in a massive pile of dog shit and it's kind of squished up between your toes. Yep, and I'll soon be out of it. I think. Oh, this game. This, this, this was a game that you were involved with. This was with. a game that I've already um, I've already had a big pulse of dog shit dumped on my head. And you're, you're that I've, I've just suffocated under yeah, it. You know, and I, 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 I was trying to avenge your murder. Um, and now I am... Yep. Fucked. Fucked. Yep. You um, don't have... <laughs> you don't have good prospects. <laughs> Putting it nicely. <laughs> Well, so goodbye from Kana from this one. Yes. Win some, lose some. That is a, that is the game of diplomacy. And it is such as it is. I think we need to wrap it up. I think that's a good idea. It's getting pretty pretty busy in here now, and it's getting louder. Getting louder. And of course, don't forget to. Um, it's not subscribe, it's, it's, it's sign up. No. When you well, there's a couple on. of things we say every time, but how about this time we kind of say, look, you can listen to the show, wherever you listen to it, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, give us a review. Just give us some stars. We love stars. Send us some If you give us a message, it's even better. It's just fantastic. And, of course, don't forget to jump onto Patreon. You know, every dollar counts to get us more drunk. Um, and don't forget to use the Amazon yep, the link, games the games games slash Amazon yep, yep, yep. Um, to buy your trinkets. Yes. Maybe your buy your Machiavellians prints. Yep. Maybe you're after a um, 
I don't know, I was, I, was, I was looking on Amazon the other day and I saw a ring with a map of Europe on it. Right, and I thought, oh, that would be nice. That would be very good because you're be part of your diplomatic attire. That's part diplomatic of my uniform. diplomatic uniform. Um, so don't forget to do that. And of course, um, you can check us out on the show notes and listen to us on the website, yep. diplomacygames.com. Maybe some crystal goblets and like a decanter so you can put your scotch in when you're under the blimp, when you've got your own blimp. Oh, I could do with a blimp right now. <laughs> Float home as a man of leisure. A diplomatic man of leisure. Indeed you do. Okay. I'm Kana. And I'm Andy. Cheers. Cheers.